Better? All right. We're better, we're not perfect. That's the way of life, right? This is, uh, it's only a matter of mercy, only a matter of grace, only a matter of His sweet love. Look inside of my heart, I didn't know what I would find. To my surprise, the things that mattered the most were all at the end of the line. And I started to listen to the Master's voice as He was speaking to me. And it's only a matter of mercy that I'm part of the family. Well, it's only a matter of mercy. mercy we don't get what we deserve and in verse 12 as far as the east is from the west so far as he removed uh, our transgressions from us and that's grace that he gives us what we don't deserve so we can thank the Lord for those things <clears throat> and we would sing uh, our brother referred to why would God 
do what he did for people like us and that's the song we have why me lord why me lord what have i ever done to deserve even one of the blessings i've known why me lord what did i to him with a contrite heart. You know what contrite means? Repentant. A repentant heart. Come unto him fully, completely. The alabaster case of oil was opened washing the feet of Jesus the sweet perfume was poured. I am like the cask, I must be broken. So from my heart will flow a life unto my Lord. Father, break me. Take me through the Upon the water, sink 
looking like a stone But then your tide washed around me I was lifted If I call the morning star I'll be sailing home Father, break me say the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. He wants the spirit of his own self to be subject to the spirit of God. He says in between them, then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will be converted to you. You want an effective life. We need to be uh, contrite and, and broken hearted over our sins, where we were and and, and what we are now, you know, we sing uh, about, uh, think about time spent on all kinds of things in the world. My iPhone comes up and tells me you've spent average this many hours on the phone a day this week. We need that on our Bibles, don't we? So it says, we're going to sing, uh, we need the touch of Jesus. Yeah, okay. Daily we need the touch of Jesus.
could. You could travel with us if we were to go anyplace. All right. Answer his knock. He says, I stand at the door and knock. Remember, I gave the example once. It's like this door right here. You can't get in from the other place. If it's locked, you can only knock. Somebody has to open the door to let you in. And that's a golden promise from the Lord Jesus himself. I know a Savior. I know a Savior in Jesus. Oh, it's true. Yes, it's true. He made a golden promise just for me. something in our own lives where we need to adjust and he knocks the door we need to just give ourselves to him I was up too high on that one sorry in Acts 4.13 the Sanhedrin realized that Peter and John had been with Jesus and that's where you want to get so people know we've been with Jesus Oh uh-huh. 
changes he has made. Can people tell that I'm walking in his way? I've been with Jesus, I've been with him. There's now because of it a change disciples came to him and said, where are you staying? Where are you living? Where are you staying? He said, come come and see. That was like, come to me. Be where I am, right? And I was thinking of Peter. He's walking on the water and suddenly looks around and says, you can't do this. And he sinks. He took his eyes off Jesus and put it under the storm. Brother talked about that earlier. Look at the world instead of... And he, um, he called out, Lord. That was like coming to the Lord. I don't know how far away the Lord was because he was walking to him, but it says he just reached out his hand to pull them out. So, uh, draw nigh unto me, and I will draw nigh unto you. So we like to do a final song. Slower. You've got to remind me to go slower. Uh, this is uh, My Peace I Give Unto You. Uh, let's see. My peace I give unto you, it's a peace that the world cannot give, it's a peace that the world cannot understand, peace to know, peace to live, my peace I give.
Children, old folks, middle-aged folks, everyone, come unto me. So let's pay attention to him. That's his request for us to come unto him. We're done. You had a word? Did you say, brother? Make a path for you here so you can get through. take just a few minutes but I believe that we have been blessed already by the singing and uh, do you know God sings? Yeah, God sings. You can find it in the Bible. Huh? God sings, the Lord Jesus sings and the Holy Spirit one of the evidences by being filled by the Spirit. Do you know it is singing? It's when you are filled in Ephesians 5.18 it says don't be drunk with wine bearing his excess but be filled with the Spirit and to be filled with the Spirit doesn't mean you get more of the Spirit. Every believer has all of the Spirit. But what it means is that you surrender and the Spirit has all of you. And the evidence is, it said there will be thanksgiving, there will be songs of praise, but they're going to be singing. Isn't that nice? What our brothers and, brother and sisters have said to us at the beginning, um, we are in the family of God. And I'm so glad for the boys and girls. This message is for you, and cause none of us was born big, you know? <laughs> not like Adam. <laughs> we all had not born. And uh, one of the things, do you know what family means with your family? Thank God every boy or girl, you belong to a family. And you know family, father and mother, I love you. Family, F-A-M-I-L-Y. It's not nice to be in the family and all of us who trust in Jesus, we are in the family of God. And the second song was, uh, Why me, Lord, my life is in his hand. And if you trusted Jesus, your life, my life, is in the Father's hand. And no one can pluck us up. What a joy to be that. What a song for us. And then the sign of the fact, uh, one of the signs, empty to be filled. You know, and that's what the Holy Spirit wants for us. You know, at the wedding of Cain of Galilee, the wine ran out. And you know, in marriage, in families, in young people's lives, the joy is gone. But you know how it was restored? And Mary went and he told Jesus, and Jesus said, leave it to me. <laughs> he said it in different words. What have I to do with this at this time? But what he was saying, leave it to me. So he told them, I need those empty vessels. That's number one. There were vessels that were not powerful. They were used for washing. They were just ordinary vessels. But three things were needed. And three things are needed for every person, boy, girl, man, woman, everyone. One is to be emptied of self. God will use an empty vessel. 
Number two, it must be clean. Doesn't matter the size. The capacity, it's not how big it, it is, it's how clean it is. And we can be cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ and be clean. And then to be available. Those are the three things that are needed. And then he will fill us. Fill us when they put in the water. Oh man, that water was filled to the brain. When we get filled up with the word of God, amen? And then when it's poured out, the Holy Spirit makes it better than ever before. And we know that the best is yet to come. So what, what songs for us? What message for us? And you know, he touched me. This is very precious. You cannot touch someone unless the person is close. And if we are close to the Lord, he will touch us. Thank you. You can take a look right now. But when we are close to the Lord, the Lord will touch us. I am not, I'm not a great speaker. I was very shy in school. I um, was from a poor family and um, I was just going along as a Christian. I was in England, went to church and did a lot of things together. Was happy on Sunday when I was with girls, but I was very miserable most of the week. No joy, no peace, no excitement. But one day on the train coming home in New York, I told the Lord, Lord, I know I have received you in my heart, but Lord, tonight, right on this train, I told the Lord, I give not my heart but my life to you. And do you know what happened? He touched me. And oh, the joy that flooded my soul. Flooded me then and still flooded me now. Something happened. And now I know he touched me and made me whole. Oh, there are trials or difficulties, but it's wonderful to desire the touch of the master's hands on your life. And then we look at the fact so thank you, brothers and sisters, for that. And um, we look at the factor from come to me. And we're speaking of my love, my peace, my joy, which is found in Jesus Christ. You know, every boy, every girl here today, every man, every woman, do you know you have four A's at least? A need for it. All our children need it. They need to have that affection. It is a love that is shown them. Every child, every man, every woman needs to know he or she is loved. And there's no love like our sister said. Thank you, Sister Carolyn. There's no love like the love of Jesus. But not only that, our kids need acceptance. Acceptance doesn't matter whether they have difficulty in learning, whether they have different personality, whatever. They need to know that they're accepted by their parents. Doesn't matter what others say. That's what God did for his son Jesus. He knew he was going to be rejected, but he opened heaven's door and he said, this is my beloved son. I want you to know. Doesn't matter what you think. You can say he's nothing. You can crucify him, but he knows that his father loved him. And he could say, my father loved me. And he told them, when you see me, you see my father. It looks like his father. <laughs> Some children just like their dad. But it was more than that. He was revealing the character of his father. And so we need that acceptance. 
then our kids need attention. The world is paying a lot of attention, but negative attention to them. But at home, mom and dad, they tell him, no, you are a special gift from God. You're not a burden to the family. You're a blessing to the family. And in, when they hear these things, there's a foundation. And then they want to hear approval, and parents give approval to the kids. You know, saying, that was nice. You took out the trash. You cleaned up the room. Or you did this. Not big things, but they need to know that they are not just going to be told when they did something wrong. They're going to have a balance in the family. And you know, our God, he acknowledged That is why the whole crumbs success. You could be a successful person, but that's not what God comes. The whole crumbs success, but God comes faithfulness. And if we are faithful in the little things, he'll make us faithful in great things. And so the message today for the young people, and I don't, I'm not going to preach on them. I'll just tell you them by yeah. One, you know, in Kent there was a little girl. She was just a little girl. All the little girls here. I want you to know that you can give all the direction that is needed for a big man to be healed. She was just a little slave girl. Did you know that? And that little slave girl, he told a big man. Do you remember his name? He was a great man, but he was a leper, right? Naaman was his name. Amen. Thank you. So that little girl became a blessing because she knew she grew up in a family where God was mentioned. And though she was taken from her home, she was able to tell the, the, the person with whom she was with, the slave girl to the mistress, that there is a prophet. And if Naaman would go to him, he would be healed. And was he healed? Yes. yes. So that little girl was used by the Lord. There was a little boy He's found in Samuel, and his nurse was hurrying away because of bad news came, and she, he, she was born, and the little boy had a fall. Do you know who was his name? Maybe, very good, very good, Mephibosheth, amen. So the little boy, he had a fall, and do you know all of us, we have fallen from God's standard. We have fallen, as our brother said, all have sinned. We are without strength, without God, without hope. That little boy had fallen. So he had a little girl who told it all to where to go. A little boy who had a fall. But when you read 2 Samuel 9, Mephibosheth, um, you read that David would say, is there any that is left of the house of Saul, his enemy, that I may show kindness for Jonathan's sake? And you know what God is saying to a lot of our children today in schools and in colleges and among us among He's saying to us, is there any that is left of the house of Adam that I may show you kindness for Jesus' sake? Amen. And we know Naaman was uh, Mephibosheth. He was lame, booty. said, I'm just like a dead dog. But thank God, amazing love, amazing grace brought him right, not to the city, but right into the family, right at the table. Isn't that nice? That's what grace can do. So a little girl, she told it all where he was. A little boy, he had a fall. But, his, but you know, there was a little boy who had a call. You remember his name? Samuel. Samuel. Very, I know you all are so intelligent. So Samuel heard the call of God. And Eli said to him what? Speak, Lord, 
but I saw one here at Amen. So a little boy was used. So young people, God can use you. And now the message is, but I'm not going to preach on it. In John chapter 6, there was a little boy who gave all. Do you remember who he was? His lunch. His lunch, right? And how many loaves? Five loaves. So young people, how many choices he had? Five choices, right? Yeah, he could have kept it all for himself. He could have given four. He could have given three. He could have given two. He could have given one. But he gave it all. Young people, it's wonderful. So the Lord can use a little girl to give a big man direction where he can get help from God. He can use a little boy who had a fall and is lame, but still he's brought into the king's palace to sit at the table. And he can use, again, a little boy to hear the call of God. Even when Eli the priest is weak, he can hear God saying to him, and he could say, speak, Lord, your servant here. Isn't that nice? And then the little boy, now he took his lunch, nice for when mom and dad give our kids lunch. <laughs> you know, It's nice that they have something to eat. But the little boy was taught and went in the presence of Jesus. And there was a multitude and they had a tremendous need. Jesus saw the same company. The disciples saw the same. But you know how they wanted to solve the problem? We don't have much time now, but I don't want to take much time. But the fact is, the disciples, to solve the problem, said, number one, send them away. Number two, if we have more money, we will solve the problem, get more bread. Number three, the time is, is late. Send them to the place where they could get. Number four, we don't know what to do. But number five, thank God, there was a little boy. Little boy. And God can take a little and do a lot. And so when it was put in the masses, and you know, you can't preach. To, if you really want to be a preacher, and you want to be a teacher, and you want to be a helper, I'm telling you, you've got to learn from that little boy. Give it all to Jesus. Give yourself to Jesus. Give the mission. And you know what happened? Jesus took the bread. He blessed it. He looked up. He didn't look down, he didn't look around. He looked up and he blessed the bread. And when he blessed it, he didn't just say, here's the bread. No, he broke it. He broke it. And when it was broken, then he gave to the disciples to give to the people. What a person is Jesus. And do you know, he just said, make them sit down on green grass. Hallelujah. That, that's a message by itself. Next time I'll preach or not. But let them sit down on green grass. Why? Do you know why? Do you know why? Oh, I know you know, but anyway, for time's sake. Because he's the shepherd. And so even though they're like sheep without a shepherd, they're starving, they're hungry, he's the shepherd who will let them sit down on green grass. Oh, you know Psalm 23, so you know it. You don't have to read <laughs> them them in still water beside the green grass. Make us lie down in green grass. Hallelujah. And then he gave them 12 left. I'm going to close now. He gave them 12 baskets left. You know why he gave them 12? There are two aspects. Do you know why he gave them 12? Why, why did they have 12 baskets? Very good. Very good. Exactly. That's one of them. Exactly. But he gave them for each of the disciples so they had enough. 
all were, there were 12 of them who had enough to eat and surplus to take home. But also, he gave them enough to last them every month, every year, for the year. Thank you, brother. So may the Lord help us. This singing was precious to me. It's dear to us. May we leave today and say, we are one family. We are in the family of God. And it doesn't matter what culture, it doesn't matter what creed, it doesn't matter who you are. And we are not just looking at the brethren, quote unquote. We are looking at the body of Christ. Amen. We are one and we are in unity, beloved. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren and brothers and sisters to dwell together in unity. Not in uniformity, but in unity. So there's unity in the midst of diversity. And today we can be a happy family. What a family of God. Thank you both for sharing and what a blessing it is. So I'll leave it for you. Want to close in, close in prayer? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, we can. You can close in prayer. Or maybe we can give thanks for our food as well. Yes, one time, yeah. And we'll go next door. Okay, do you want to do that? close in prayer and give thanks. So, thank you. Thank you all for sharing. We can truly give thanks for God's provision. He gives us more than we need and more than we even expect. Yeah. All right? Let's pray together. Yeah. Father God, thank you for the many gifts that you've given to us. Thank you for the gift of singing, the gift of playing music, the gift of preaching and teaching, the gift of cooking, the gift of serving, the gift of setting up tables. And also we thank you for the beautiful gift that you've given these children of respect and of their calm spirits as they listen to all that's happening and we thank you for the gift of bringing us into the one family and the gift of fellowship we commit the rest of our time to you lord thank you for blessing us with food and joy together help us to encourage each other to build one another up thank you for returning us once again to this practice where we can share a meal together we think of those who aren't with us today we pray you bless them we think of our sister ethel who's grieving lord the loss of her husband but we know he's not lost he's with you Amen. and we thank you for that reminder and we're grateful to uh, receive and meet our new sister dolores we pray you bless her lord as she makes a change in her life moving uh, we pray that you meet all of her needs god and we thank you for uh, the joy of this day. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So, how are we working the food? Oh, I don't know. What I don't know. We're a little off schedule. Usually we line up in the back and sit in our seats and we sit.